Thank you, thank you. My name is Skino. I'm one of the executive producers of the History of the Bay podcast with Dregs One, along with DEO, Doing Everything Official, and Whitney Chanel. Shout out our videographers, MVP Productions, shot by D'Angelo. We got Rocky Vision in the building. Shout out my boy Ramon as well. But I, I wanna just thank Amoeba for providing the space um, for us. They are one of our sponsors as well. Um, so I just wanna thank Amoeba. And if y'all are in here, ensure that y'all are shopping with Amoeba as well. They got a lot of art, hip hop artifacts, classical artifacts in here as well. You know, they, they may be worth something real soon. So without further ado, I wanna introduce the one and only, the man, the legend, Dregs One. Make some noise. What's up, Amoeba Music San Francisco? Make some noise! This is beautiful, this is beautiful, this is beautiful. We here, I got a lot of my folks in the building. You all came out, you all look amazing. And today we're gonna make history in the flesh with the History of the Bay podcast. I appreciate everybody that's been rocking with us, showing support. Make sure you go grab some music by me and our guest. You know, even if you ain't got a CD player, just grab it. It's a piece of living history for you, man. And speaking of history, today... I'm going to bring somebody out. He's a real cool brother. He's a big instrumental part of this Bay Area scene, especially in recent years. So I want y'all to give a warm welcome. Make some noise as loud as you can for our guest, Pilo. Pilo to the stage. Paging Pilo. I don't think he heard you. Make some noise again for Pilo. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's all good, brother. Make yourself comfortable, man. Oh, is this cool? I, I yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever's cool. How you guys doing? How, how's everyone doing? Much love to everybody. How you guys doing? Appreciate you for coming through, bro. Oh, man, uh, it's just a pleasure to be here. Yeah, you know, we, 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 we were talking a little bit before about how important the history of the Bay Area is, our soil. And uh, I, I wanted you to be part of this because I definitely feel like you are making your own history right now. Mm -hmm. But you also come from the same tradition. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, growing up here and coming from here and, like, like so much rich rich history, not even just in rap, but just in, mu in music, like, period. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... It's important that um, we keep like sharing that history to like to the, to, to the younger people, just so they know where they came from and you know all the influences that they like. You know, most definitely. And it's real special for me to be here at Amoeba Music, San Francisco on Hay Street, because this is where I got a lot of my tweaks digging mm -hmm. through these aisles. And I wanted to know for you, what what was your introduction to Bay Area music? Um. I mean, I think obviously like one of the, some of the first introductions was like all through like KMU. You know what I'm saying? Listen, like right. listening listen to the the radio like when I was like a little kid, and my my sisters like my sister always had this like big ass uh, like stereo system in her room, so I would like wake up to like KMU and like hearing music like digital right. underground right. And, and and 40 and freaks of the industry, yeah, 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 and all and all that <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then on top of that, um, shit like maybe like Hammer, and then like my my, my dad's like a like an OG Filipino dude, so like he, he had like he had like some MC Hammer shit. Um, but th but then like 
you know, as, as a, like, I also had an older brother too. So like, I, I'm the baby. So like, I just used to just copy off like whatever my like my, my older sister, older brother was like fucking with. Yeah. Um, and then my brother, like, I think one of the first like. Like, my own intro to, like, shit was maybe, like, Andre Nicotina, to be honest. Is that right? Yeah, like, Nicotina. Shout out to Andre Nicotina. Nicotina. Shout out to Nicotina. Um, It's, like, Conversations with the Devil and all that shit. Like, um, and then, and then, like, I think that's, that's kind of, like, when I started, like, doing my own, like, research and then, like, started fucking with Mac Dre and and all all the shit. So, uh, yeah, I feel like that's, like, kind of, like, my first, like, intro to that shit. So, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because that's the time when you really, you know, like you said, we had KML and some outlets, but for, for this Bay music, it was regional. You really d- did have to dig for it. You had to discover it mm-hmm. or, or someone had mm-hmm. to put you on. Yeah, yeah, and m- m- most importantly, and, and and that's, like, I'm always thankful for, like, my older siblings because, you feel me, they always, like, put me in the right position with, with all types of music, so it's like, Straight shout up. out to them. That's right, that's right, that's right. Man, I, I wanted to ask you about something because... This this was real special for me to mm-hmm. participate in. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just a little bit older than you, but I'm sure you remember the Hyphy era. Yeah, yeah. And I remember the energy. I remember like Hyphy was real. People don't understand this. Like Hyphy was real. Like it was outside. It was it was everywhere yeah, you yeah, went. Yeah. No, Before sure. it was actual stamped as a, as a movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what 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 was your experience like during those times? I mean, um, my older cousin, like, uh, I mean, we was fucking with Mac Dre. And then at at the time, that's when like Trill, Trill TV came out, right? And and that shit is like you feel me? That was that. I feel like that's like the Bay Area, like that's the blueprint. That's like the survival scroll of like yeah. of that like time period. Yeah. Like you could still go back to that shit and like yeah. see where everything came from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then fast forward down the couple years later, you know that's when it was coined yeah. the hyphy movement. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like. Uh, like that was like in my like early development years, like damn near middle school. You know what I'm saying? Going into high school, yeah. like fucking my ghetto report card came out. I think my yes. eighth grade or freshman year uh-huh. in high school. So like I remember fucking bootlegging that from one of my homies. Bought that shit for like five bucks, and I was like, oh yeah, we on. Wire burn yeah, we on. We on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like that that shit was like, I mean like that time like was incredible and just and even like looking back now like even all that music that shit is still like um cutting edge it's still like ahead of its time and like all the sounds and shit they were using all the production shit like even like the rhyming patterns and all that shit like all that shit still like you know that's just still ahead of its time people be like oh that's old hypey shit but you have to understand like bro we're from the Bay, bro. We're like 10, 15 years ahead of everyone in the whole facts. fucking like world, <laughs> facts, bro. Facts. So what y'all think is old, what people think is old is still new to people, bro. I be, yeah. be in LA, bro, and people like, bro, motherfuckers will play Young Kurt in the club and that shit goes up like like it's you feel me? Or like motherfuckers play D Lo in the club and it's it's like it's like some new shit, bro. Yeah. But you can't do that to other people's like regional shit. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit still goes up. So it's like like, people be trying to, like, shit on the hyphy movement and all that shit, but, like, that shit is, like, that shit's still, like, ahead of its time, so it's, like, yeah. I agree. That's a good way to put it, Cause, and, and those two projects, I definitely remember really clearly, you said it exactly accurately, Trill TV, when that dropped, I mean, that was, like, the formula for the sauce. 
That yeah. gave that gave everybody a look at, at what what was really going on. Yeah. And, and, yeah, no, for sure. I feel like that was like the most like um important like piece in like actually giving the like the backdrop to like what the music scene was. No doubt. Um so like yeah, I think Trill TV is like still probably one of the most important like yeah. pieces of like media. Yeah, it's timeless. Or, like timeless, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. And same thing with my get a report card too, because I, I remember, you know, everybody was juiced when Tell Me When to Go came out. Yeah. When that video dropped, everybody was juiced. And I remember when the album dropped, I swear to God, everywhere I went that day, every car was, no, slapping. was slapping that shit. Like, I remember, well, yeah, I remember like vividly watching that shit on like 106 in Park. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know what I'm saying? Like, and then like, like we on, like we on 106 in Park. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, big. Yeah, right no, now. no, for sure. No cap. No cap. Um, and, but, like, I remember vividly watching, like, literally, like, coming home from school, I was at my cousin's house, and we, you feel me? We were just, like, watching that shit and, like, seeing, like, blow the whistle on on, right. on, on, on 106 uh, and Park, and I was like, wow, like, bro, that's, like, really where we from, and, like, right, that's, like, right, the, right, right. that's, the, like, who's, like, representing us, and that's, like, our representation. It's, like, and it, it made us, like, so, like, that I, it, that's, I feel like that's what makes, like, Bay Area people, like, in general, like, we're just so, like proud of where we're from it's For like real. and i feel like that makes like it makes people like feel hella weird that they're not proud for where they're from <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. like it makes people hella uncomfortable it's like why am i not proud of where, like where i'm from well yeah you, you guys are like corny for like being <laughs> like you from being from the bay they get tired of it but you feel me like i i like i get it you don't fuck with yourself you feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, that's all I get good. it, bro. I get it. We got a lot to be proud of. Yeah, yeah, here, no, man. we got a lot to be proud of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so how 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 did you get into the game in terms of, you know, what made you start doing music yourself? And and, and, and you're well known for your raps and your production, mm-hmm. but and which one of those came first? Um I I, I like I I've always loved music. Like music just always been around me. Like me and my, like my family, like my sister always had like a big ass like speaker system in her room, and my dad had like always had like music playing in the back, like whether it was like oldies and like stylistics and all that type shit. Yeah. Um. So I would always like be fucking with music, you know, or, or like listening to music, and uh, and then I think like maybe well my one day my brother used to go to this program called Youth Radio. Yeah, in Oakland. Yeah, I've been um, up there. So shout out yeah, to Youth Radio. Out, like, radio. you know what I'm saying? Like, definitely a, a centerpiece in, in, in Bay Area, like, history. Yeah. A you lot know of what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of yeah. people went, came through Youth Radio. I never, I didn't go to Youth Radio myself, but I was a product of that. Like, I was, uh, you feel me? I was, like, drinking downstream. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, like, Youth Radio, my brother used to go there, and he brought home, like, a beat-making program. And this is, I think this might have been, like, Sixth, seventh grade. Um, Which program was it? A uh, reason. It was reason. reason. Okay. And I, I still use reason to this day. I still use reason too. I, that's I what's still up. use reason that's to this up. day. That's what's um, up. Um, so, and and that was like I think that version of reason was like two or something like that. Um, and I'm I still use it to this day, and it's like we're like version like twelve now. Um, but he brought that home and. Uh, and like yeah, like and I also think that was around the time that like uh college dropout came out. Yeah. So like the rapper producer. Yeah, the rapper producer shifted thing. around there. Yeah. yeah, like so like that was like kinda like where I was like, Oh wait, this is like I can like fuck with both and I could just like do it and like I could just like 
be who I want to be. That's right. You know, and uh, that was kind of like my first kind of like intro to that, to like even creating music. So like my brother brought home that beat making uh, program and I just started like fucking with it. And then... Um, and this was before rapping. And Yeah, and this before, but also like I would just like fucking like, at the, like, like I said, like I was like fucking with Kanye at that time. So like at that time, like I would just go like download like all like Kanye instrumentals and like I would like try to like rap over them and just like write raps. Yeah, yeah. And I used to, I like, I used to like go to like family parties and shit and like have this like notebook with me and you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's kind of like where everything, I was like, okay, I kind of want to do both um, at some point, you know, and, and, and really like hone in on everything. And then, and I, so I get to high school and then um, I meet my homie Chief. My homie Chief is back there. Shout out Chief. Chief, Chief. Ra- Chief, Where raise you your hand. Chief? Chief, raise your hand. Respect, what's, what's respect, up, respect. So Chief, uh, Chief, me and Chief went to high school and, uh, and we used to play basketball together. So I, at, the, at the time I was a freshman, he was a senior. And, uh, and he, he was like, he's like, uh, he's like, yo, like, I, I, like, I rap, like, I, I want to like, and I was like, sure, like, let's, I got, I like, I make beats, like, let's do some shit. And then he was like, yo, I want to introduce you to my friend Sudan, which is, I am Sue. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, Sue was two, two grades older than me. And, uh, and then, uh, that's when we met. So we, we like, we all went to the same high school and at first, and at first, Sue, like, felt like some, like, competition. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Because, yeah, like, yeah. you know, at that time, it's like not everybody was, like, making music or some, like, you know, it wasn't just, Wait, like... what year was this? This must have been, like, 2006, 2007. Okay. Or, yeah, maybe 2000... Yeah, maybe, like, 2006, huh, Chief? Yeah, like, to, like, 2006. And right. that that's where he, like, introduced me to Sue. Um, And then, like, at first, like, there was, like, we were, like... He was, like, I'm about to bring a... Uh, uh, so some a uh, BCD tomorrow, and I was like, okay, I'm about to bring a BCD tomorrow too. And then we just kind of like, you feel me? Like at first, like we were kind of like bumping heads to see who. He, he, he went through Youth Radio too. Yeah, yeah. Sue also went to Youth Radio too. That's so, so up. you know what I'm saying? Like Youth Radio is really like a, a pillar in, of of like where even like Barrier Music was birthed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like. Who else went there? I think Roach did. Track Academics. Right, right, um, right, right, right. Shout out D Nasty too. Yeah, D Nasty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like all the legends. Ben, Ben Frost over there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, that's kind of like where everything. And then me and Sue got really got, like got really locked in. And then, um, yeah, and that's really kind of like. That's first, tight. Yeah, that's tight. That's that's that's, like that's, that's that's that history. That's yeah. how a lot of these Bay Area stories started with just you know the friends homies. and the school, homies. yeah, the homies, and just picking it up and and, and rocking with it, and you see where where it's taking you. Mm-hmm. You know, the, another thing about Bay Area music that's really important is our business sense and being independent. Mm-hmm. And, and what was your transition on getting your music out there in the beginning, and, and how did you scale that up? To, to where you at right now? Um, I mean, I think, I think it's about like literally building like the 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 space where that music can be like di- uh, ingested. Is that the word ingested? Or ingested, in- digested, <laughs> it, it, that it, digested, ingested. <laughs> um, so like a lot of like the the early like Sue records that we we were like working on and all like the early HBK records. Those records were getting played at 
at like uh, Schmafest. You know what I'm saying? And Schmafest yeah. are like the the, the the parties that like Cool John used to throw. House parties. Yeah, like, like crazy, yeah. stupid like house parties. So like, you know, that's where like most of the music would be like, th- that was like the breeding ground for like if the shit slap or not. So we would go mm-hmm. there like, Cool John would have like this like not even like a DJ setup. He would have like he would play like a, he'd have a CDs of MP3s. Not even like audio tracks, but there were MP3 CD3 data the MP, CD, yeah, yeah, MP3 yeah, yeah. data CD. Yeah, when you had the CD player that had like a yeah, hundred joints yeah, on there. Yeah, a hundred yeah. joints on there, and he yeah. would he would play it on a DVD player. Uh. And it'd be it'd be like a whole like and then it'd be plugged into like a so like a speaker system, and there'd be like there'd be like a whole house party with like Everybody ain't got no like. The, when you open the door, there's a whole pile of shoes on the fucking right when you walk in, and everybody's just in there having a great time, dancing, doing the whole shit. So like, I feel like that was like a lot of the breeding ground for like the first like the the, the ups and the swaggins and the ass records yeah. from like HBK. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and where was what the Smop House? Was in? was that in Berkeley? Is that, is that correct? I, I mean, I mean. The, the, the first uh, essential schmop house was in uh, was in like Richmond, where wow. it was like uh, it was over our like Richmond Parkway. That's where like John used to throw his like first parties, and then like later on they started doing like other spots, and then like the other the new schmop house is on in Oakland. Um, but yeah, yeah. But like I think essentially like it's really like starting it from like fucking with your friends, like make. Yeah, making sure your friends fucking with it, and then you feel me like, then their friends fuck with it, and then it's like, then it just yeah just, spreads just that bubbles. way. You yeah. know, it just, yeah. just bubbles that yeah. way. So, but like, I think essentially you have to like create that that like community for that. Absolutely, and then you know that community just starts speaking for itself, and Absolutely. like you know what I'm saying. So. That's that's how I got my start too, freestyling at house parties. Yeah, and it was to the tweet to where me and my crew would show up, and people would be like, "Oh, they're here." Oh come yeah, on! It's a, par- oh, it's on, a party! It's a party! On, it's a party! Go, you know, for sure, for sure, it's a party. How, how did how did how did that uh, scale into something professional for you from from there? Um, well, like, well, I think a lot of a lot of uh, well, the whole like HBK movement release like spanned off of like the up record, you know. That was a big one. Like Can't when that yeah, yeah that like when, when, yeah when um when like that when up hit that opened the door for um that opened the really uh, opened the door for Sue you know what I'm saying and I was always with Sue and with with all the, with like through all of that stuff so it was like I was like at that point I was like a fly on the wall and I was like you know observing and, and seeing a lot of things and. uh and Sue was just, I mean, and, and at that point, Sue was like, you feel me, going crazy. He made that beat too, right? And he made the beat, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I was like, that was just some shit like, hey, bro, let's, I just made this song. And they just like uploaded it like instantly and then put that shit on Twitter. And, yeah. then, yeah. and then, and this shit just started circulating, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, shit, but, 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 but y'all pushed that for a minute though. Yeah, I think it was like. Before like, it, before it really but before, popped yeah, off. it was it was probably like a year or two, maybe old. Because I, w- I went to a meeting at KML with Rick Lee, mm-hmm. and he was telling me he's like, "You want to get your music on the radio, you got to create a movement like these guys did mm-hmm. with HPK, where mm-hmm. where y'all pushed that song enough to where it had the demand to where the mm-hmm. radio had to play. Yeah, because it was gonna look boozy if they wasn't playing yeah. it at that point. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And and, and like and I, and and that was from also like the community that we built. 
like, you know, from through the music, you know what yeah. I'm saying, or, or, or like to to play the music. Um, so like, I feel like just as much as like pushing it is just about creating that community to like for people to like fuck with it. That's right. Yeah. Any aspiring artists out there, you heard it here first. Create that community. If you build it, they will come. They will come. Yes. You know, it's just like your your artist. You know, your art is is, is always going to tell the truth. That's you know right. what I'm saying? That's powerful. And, and I feel like now you, you really you really got your foot in the industry to the point where you, you've been getting some big placements for your beats. You, you worked with cats like Yo Gotti and, and, and many others. Mm-hmm. How, how has that transition been for you? And, and, and you know, how, how are you running game as a Bay Area independent cat in, in those types of spaces? Oh man, um, I mean it's I mean it's just it's just dope to be like. Uh, to be able to like represent f- like for for us like in in those spaces yeah you know um even like even like the Yogati shit like when that record came out that must have been like 2014 or something and they came to shoot the video out here in Oakland and me and Gotti are talking to the side and uh he's like man like this is like like at that time Yo Gotti been a, a rapping for like 10 years already. Yeah, it's Memphis like, legend. Yeah, like he's like, he was already legend. a Memphis legend, yeah. like at that time. And he was like, yo, like this is my first record to get, get played in New York. Like they're like running it in New York. It's like my first record that they ever played on New York radio. And, and after that, like that's when like Yo Gotti really had his run. You know, like that right. record sparked. His like his real one, which was like down in the DM and yeah. all all that like all that came and out. Those are big records out and, here and, too. And, yeah, and those are big records everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And and Akrite was a, like, and at that time I was going I was going to Atlanta uh, to work with I was I was I went to go to Atlanta and work with YG on uh, my crazy life. Mm-hmm. And uh, right when I landed at the airport, Akrite was like, they was running that shit on the radio. I'm like, whoa, that's big. I was like, holy shit, like that's crazy. It's big for a big cat. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And um shit, yeah. It's just like, man, just to be able to like go out there and like put our put our stamp on shit and continue to do that. It's just like, man, it's an honor to 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 always do that. You know? That's dope. That's a dope story. I, I, I like for when I hear from that is like you really about pushing the art and, 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 and the rest will come pretty much. No, for sure. Yeah. You know, um, like that's you know a, a lot of sh- a lot of shit just start with the music. I feel like a lot, like nowadays it's a it's a little more like backwards. Like people try to get the brand together and all the shit and get all the content. People all. get deals before they even get yeah, have yeah, songs. But, but before they before the shit even like bro crazy. But like at the end of the day, like the music is what's gonna. I'll 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 last all that shit. That's why like a lot of these nostalgia acts are able to. Go do these festivals and all shit because they got this. They got the music, right? Right. You feel right, me? Right, like, right. They, like they got the music. They got the hits. That's what, like Nelly and all them cats and Jaru. They got the hits. Right, That's why they're right, able to right. go do all these festivals and all shit. It come down to the music, and like, it just I feel like just as long as you got, if you got the music, you got the right team around you. There's no way you 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 feel me. You 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 can fail. You well know? said. Well said. Well, salute to you, bro. I feel like you know you're paving your way. 
and, and, and carving out your own legacy. And uh, it's, it's dope to see you shine. I want to want to just see you keep going, man. Oh man, I man, I appreciate it. I mean, it, yeah. it's dope. It's dope for me to be here. I mean, I was telling you back there, like, man, like. The, the the pod is like you know it's it's so much information for me also because you know like I love I, history is like one of my like fav- even back in high school like history was one of my favorite subjects you know what I'm saying I like knowing how we even got to where we're at you know so it's like hearing all the like the Bay Area stories and and, and all, all like the rundowns of like all like the 90s like Bay Area rap and just like that's how we got here. You know what I'm saying? That's what gave us the, that that footing to even be able to like do what we're doing. Like all the Bay Area artists now. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. right. Um, even like on the independent shit, just be able to do what we're doing now is like is all through those cats. You know what that's I'm what saying? Up. That's so up. it's like those cats really laid the blueprint for us to like to to go left and, or uh, to go right and not go left. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it was good or bad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. Shout out to all of them, man. Shout, right. out, shout out to you, too. No, though, you know what I'm it, saying? Appreciate you, you know, tapping like, in, man. Nah, man, it was legendary, bro. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. So check this out. Check this out. We're going to try something. I want to hear from y'all, man. We've been talking up here. If you got if you got a question for me, for Pilo, for both of us, if you want to talk about the Bay Area, if you want to talk about music, if you want to talk about the meaning of life, we got my man D'Angelo over there. Uh, raise your hand, brother. He got the microphone. Your boy Skino. Your boy Skino. Skino. Oh, excuse me. I said you the put government. my government out there, bro. Whoops. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you snitching but, on him. But no, but shout out, shot by D'Angelo. That's our other video. Yeah, my we got, we got two D'Angelos. Now, we good. We good. We good. So look, if you got a question for us, uh, uh, just just go over to D'Angelo. Raise, raise your hand. He'll come up and grab you, Yo, you right here. You right here. Go ahead. All right, so, yo, Pilo. What's up, brother? So, hey, wait, wait, wait. Say your name you and where you're from, name, too. Uh, my name's Robert DeSandre. Um, I'm from the Bay. I'm from Menlo Park. Yeah, what's up, Pampion? Yeah, How you feeling, man? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out Menlo Stars, though. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. PA. Hey, so, um, okay, check this out. So, you use Reason, right? Yes. Okay, so are, are all your 808 sounds from Reason, or do you take them from TR-808? Um, I, 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 a lot of the sounds, I, I get them from, like, either, like, drum kits or something like that, or... It really depends on the beat, but like most of the bass lines and shit are like from Reason. Okay. So like yeah, like yeah. So if you if you fuck with Reason, like you fuck with the Subtractor, and like I, I usually get a lot of my basses and stuff from there. Man, man, man! Shout out to my engineer. My engineer makes everything uh, really like sure. really really good. Shout out to Migs. Man, for I appreciate sure. it. For sure, for sure. We got another question out here. Uh, name and where you from? Uh, my name is Joshua, but uh, my artist name is J Stay True. J with three A's, three A's like the car insurance. That's J A A A Y Stay True. <laughs> what up? Yeah. Yes, what sir. Up? Uh, I, it's it's uh, question to both of you guys. You feel me? The question is: If an artist isn't financially stable, but would still like to be consistent, what can they do? Because of course, consistency is the key as an artist to be dropping, networking, and all these things. But if a person can't you feel me, go book a two-hour studio session and you feel me, because they're low on funds or whatever, but they have a studio at home, but they just don't know how to mix and master. What suggests would both you guys give to an artist that's in that type of situation? You want me to go first? Yeah, I mean, that, 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 that's a tricky one. I mean, the first thing you got to do is just keep your source sharp. 
Just keep your skills up because it ain't it don't cost no money for you to practice and get good at your, at, at your craft. Man, that's some game. But it do take money to to, 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 to you got to spend money to make money. So by any means necessary, you know what I'm saying, nine to five, whatever you got to do to stack that, you have to invest something. But the wiggle is we when you make music, you have a product you can sell. So you just have to push that like you would any other product. And I grew up seeing cats that was selling CDs on this street right here to live. I'm talking you burn one CD, sell that for $5, then you go burn five CDs. So just any way you can start looking at your music as a product and, and thinking about how to make that turnaround and then invest in that turnaround right back into your craft is the best thing I would suggest. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I would say... Um like, instead of fucking renting out studio time, like, you feel me? Save up and, and like, really get your you get your own equipment and really learn how to do that shit. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, learn how to mix and master and, and like, and like really do that shit. Because, I mean, like, end of the day, like, I still, like, record myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know how to engineer. I know how to, like, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily, like, mix and master, but, like, I could get it to where it sound cool. You at least, you know what I'm saying? And I could like play it and listen to it, but like, I, I like, I record myself, I like make my own, like, I'm like everything, you know what I'm saying? And that was something that I had to do, just, you feel me, just as much as you feel me, you have like, you, you're like, oh yeah, like, I like, I wanna do this, and I got the job, and you know what I'm saying, whatever. But like, yeah, I think it's, mo- it's definitely like hella important to be as self sufficient as possible, you know what I'm saying? Cause that, I feel like that's the most important thing, it's like, you want to be able to, like, do as much as you can, like, on your own. So, you feel me? Because once you start doing that, and then people be like, oh, man, this, like, this motherfucker's, like, trying to do something. Let me just go help this motherfucker. Because, like, I feel like, you know, I feel like pe- there, there's people, like, ar- like, there's people around, you know what I'm saying, that, 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 that like, your homies and shit, like, um, that are, like, I mean, I'm still with my people from, like, you feel me, from where we started. So, it's like, they seen what we were trying to do, and... You know what I mean? They're still trying to help. So it's like, um, I think most importantly, like, if you could become self-sufficient and, like, learn how to record yourself, learn how to, like, do all that shit. So you don't have to pay for studio. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that, that'll just cut out a hole. You feel me? And then you could really, like, if you learn how to do all that shit and have your own shit, you could be practicing all the time. You know what I'm saying? You could keep get, getting jump shots up. You feel me? Some of the shit you might not even put out, but just you just getting that repetition of doing that shit all the time. So, yeah, I think that's definitely very important. Much love, brother. That's a good game right no, there. Definitely. Real definitely. Talk. Very insightful. Appreciate that. We got a rising star in the building. You want to introduce yourself? I go by the name Gabe in the band. I got a question for you, Pilo. Much love, Pimpin. I mean, I follow you on Instagram, man. Yeah, I, what's I, up, I, boy? I, I, love, I love your shit, man. Yeah, yeah. What was it like working with Larry June? Oh, man. L- man, you know what's crazy? L- Larry, bro, I've known Larry since probably like probably like 2006. Um, Larry, I mean, l- l- back, even back then, like when I was making beats at that time, um, Larry, Larry was rapping too. Young June. Yeah, it was Young June. He was yeah. when he was Young June. So he would he would come, he would come um, like pick up a B C D for me like every couple weeks, and uh, and he'll tell me which ones you feel me that he fucking with. And it's hell funny every time I seen Larry, every time I seen Larry pops, he'd be like, "Bro, I still got that C D. I still got that C D with all the beats on there. We could like revamp them and you feel me, um, and like do some shit with them. But like it's it's really like." It's really dope to see, like, 
his his rise in the shit because like I've known how I've known like how long he's been at it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, man, Larry, Larry's a legend, bro. He's overall like great, great dude, bro. Awesome. Shout out to Larry June. Shout out to Larry Real Frisco right there. Oh yeah, good job, Pilo and Driggs. Yes, sir. Got, introduce yourself. What's good? My name's Sebastian. And What's up, Pimp? What's good, man? I'm a producer too. My mm-hmm. name is Sebastian as well. Mm-hmm. And I had a question for Pilo. Mm-hmm. So, as a producer, what's some like advice you would give to like as far as like working with artists and stuff, or like, yeah, and as well as like getting paid? I feel like for me as a producer, that's been the hardest part. Uh-huh. Like getting placement has been pretty smooth, but getting paid and like knowing the business aspects of it. Yeah. Um. I think most importantly is like, um. As a producer, um, I think it's important to like, uh, like build up with the artist. You know what I'm saying? Like really get in and like build something with the artist that people can like um, gravitate towards. Like how I, a lot of the stuff that I got early on is because of Sue. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody wanted the shit that Sue was rapping on, and you know the whole shit. So. Building, building that like whole movement with Sue that that opened the doors for me to to go do, do what I do what I needed to do outside of outside of Sue. You know what I'm saying? But really, like with me and Sue was we was locked in every day, just like cutting shit or doing whatever. And I think that's very important for a producer to like get locked in with the artist and just really like become help build a sound with the artist because it's like yeah, you can just be sending out beat packs and all this shit and. You know, that shit's cool, but, like, how many times is, like, a big land off of that? But if you literally, like, locked in with the artists and working every day, y'all gonna create something, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether it's, you know, a song or something out the session, if, you, if y'all are there, you're, y'all are creating something. And 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 I think a lot of the even, like, producer and artists, like, that chemistry, like, creates something um, special when, when y'all are, like, together and, like, have the same... Um, same kind of like um, motivation and, and same goal. So it's like I think it's important for a lot of young young producers to like build with the young artists, with other other people that's in their in their realm, so like y'all can like rise up together. So yeah, I like that. Build build something from the ground yeah, no, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because like um, you could like shoot for like whoever you know, but how many times? Oh, how, how is how is that? connection gonna happen or like how is that even like or how is even the music com- gonna come out you know what i'm saying if, if if you're with someone and y'all creating something that shit's for sure gonna come out you know and that's what's the most important shit is the music the music actually coming out and like getting to the people so it's like if you're doing that and building it building building up with someone i feel like that's really like how the real like producers come up and like build their own shit you know Y'all getting that good game today, man. Man, definitely, definitely. Because this guy I'm standing next to to the left is probably not going to say it. He's a super talented producer. But you want to introduce yourself and ask your question? Yeah, what's up? My name's Harry. I what, go what? my mate by Oh, yo, no, I'll be, I be seeing your shit on Instagram all the time, man. I'm a fan, bro. Appreciate it, bro. I'm a fan, bro. Yeah, I was just wondering, uh, yeah, for you, Pilo, like when you first kind of started popping off, uh, like what... What, where did you kind of like put most of your money when you're investing back in yourself? Was it in marketing and like promo? Was it in equipment? Was it in like investing in shows? Or, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like I, I feel like 
so a lot of like when I when I first like maybe like 2014 2015 um I had like a bunch of like uh I had did a pub deal and and like I had some money and so like all that money from the production money was like where I like started to invest and where like Pilo as the artist like wanted to go in the trajectory so the, that was me like whether it was me paying for tour or like paying for my own tour you know whether it's like buses and and hotels and all the shit whether it's like paying for videos and then when you shoot a video you have like you know people that work 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 on the video and whether it's models or whatever and then like and then on top of that like getting uh like investing for music to get mixed and all this shit like it was it was a it's like a lot of that shit was really like on my own on my own dollar like I really like took all that money that I was like making from whether it was like B placements or like my 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 like on my from my pub deal I took all that money and I invested into my like my own artistry so it's like um that's kind of like where I like I took all like my initial like producer money and I, I put all that and shit into like Pilo the artist so yeah yeah this this it don't happen by accident you, you yeah. got to and that that kind of goes back to what the brother Jay asked earlier that's why I was kind of hitting that man. Once you make those first few pennies, you yeah. put that back into your into into your own. Work. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, at, to this day, that's you feel me. That's literally what I like. Like, that's what I'm doing. Like, yeah. you feel me? Like, like I'm I, I'm with Empire. Shout out to Empire. Shout out to shout out to Ari. <laughs> Empire's here, um, but you know, even even then, like I'm still investing money to whether it's like hiring hiring graphic designers and video people all, all, like on my own dollar you know what I'm saying regardless of yeah. you know of, of whatever you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah that's rap so, cash shit yeah 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 you just bust plays yeah no we just, we just bust in plays yeah. we continue to do that like I'm not like um and and, and that and I think that's very important cause like it, it might not come back to that like in in like a in like like tangible form at that moment but you know that Small that that investment it could could lead to something else. That shit add like, up. Yeah, that should that should add up to like later on, and, and you you never know when it's gonna hit. You know what I'm saying? Especially with fucking TikTok and shit and all that shit yes, now. Sir. Like you know, man, motherfuckers be have songs that are just ten years old, and then next the next day it's like you know blowing yep. up on TikTok. It's a hit. Yeah, yep. you know nice. what I'm saying. So you you never you know. Well, like Arden never really got a uh, like an expiration date, you know, like good, Facts. great, great shit, you know, never really has an expiration date. You can always figure out a way to push it. Yeah, push no, it. for sure. Yeah, Facts. We probably got about one more question. We got a legend in the building today. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah, man, you know, one, one of the real legends. Oh, come on, no, come on, come on, come on, come on, man. <laughs> What's up, my guys? Man, chill out, man. Always get Troy LLF for those. Always good seeing you, brother. Always good seeing you. Yeah, likewise, man. You know, so real quick, I just wanted to ask. So, what do, what is y'all take on just like the state of just like the Bay Area music scene and everything right now? Because right now a lot of artists are doing more direct consumer. You feel me? Like a lot of them kind of just decided to stop really chasing a label because I mm-hmm. think that was kind of like a problem a couple years ago where everybody wanted to get signed and they was just disgruntled about everything. But now lately, people have been taking matters into their own hands. Going back to like y'all was saying at first with the CDs, we going hand in hand direct mm-hmm. to consumer and stuff like that. What's y'all take on that? How do y'all feel about that? You want to go? 
I, I think I think the game is just wide open right now. I think, and some of the stuff I cover in the history of the Bay, I'm talking about early stuff where there weren't different lanes, there weren't that many opportunities, and now the game is pretty much wide open for any type of style, any type of artist, any type of content. And there's so many artists in the Bay Area that it's hard to have one unified thing that's going on. But the dope thing about it is everybody can get in where they fit in. You know, so like you said, direct to consumers, some cats can kill them with the streams, some cats can kill them with the shows, some cats can kill them with the content. And I feel like right now it's beautiful. And I always say that any any good look for anyone from the Bay Area is a good look for me because it puts more eyes on the soil. 1,000%. And I think that there's cats like this brother right here, like you yourself, that we all pushing in the same direction in that way. And I think it's dope. We got time for one more question. We got oh. another star in the oh. building. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Sydney. What's up, girl? Hey. What's um, up? So kind of seeing where music is right now, I think we have this idea of like Detroit <clears throat> In the Bay being cousins in a way. Mm -hmm. And you are locked, locked in with Detroit. I mean, you mm -hmm. got a T Grizzly song. Mm -hmm. And, you know, do you feel like there's more energy that can be invested into Detroit and the Bay coming together? You know, us being out there more. They already come out here all the time. So what's up with that, you feel like? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, I think that's, that's definitely like a relationship that's, that's already been like brewing and, and, and I think, yeah, I think it's definitely important for, I think it's important for Bay, Bay Area artists to hop out and touch down in other spots, not just Detroit, and just, like, camp out and just kick it and go go tap in with folks and, 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 and like, live in people other people's, like, realms. You know, I think that's super important just because it's, like, us baby, people, we go we go anywhere and we could just and we 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 gonna we gonna stand out. It's a campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we gonna stand out and we we campaigning. Um, so so yeah, I think I think it's always important for for barrier artists just to go get out, you know, get out and and, and like set up shop other other spots, you know, because people just gotta know what's going on. People gotta be like be put on on what's the movement. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? Let me get one more question. I, I don't, I don't want to shut it down. Let me I get mean, one I, more. I, I, well, who, who got a uh, question? I, I, I Daniel wanted to answer Troy shit too. Though, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I didn't get to answer Troy shit. So it was like uh, director consumer. How you feel about director consumer? I mean, yeah. Like I, I think, um, like he was saying, the shit's so wide open. Um, there's so many w different ways to do things. Um, damn, I forgot what I was going. I was, I was going to say something. You talking about the state of Bay Area music overall too? Right. Yeah. You, is that what you're just talking about? The just, just the state of Barry music, just in general, or just nah, just a little bit of both. Like just the state of it, but also just you feel me. People taking those different lanes, like Drake was saying. Like everybody got a lane, but you feel me. Everybody was kind of chasing the label at one point. Now it's kind of like oh yeah, okay, okay. I, I know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I, I know what I'm saying now. I think it's just like knowing what like knowing what the fuck you want. Like out of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you want to go sign to a label or do whatever, you, there's things that encompass that. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's you not having all the control, the creative control, and all that. If you want that, some people just want that, and that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But if you do want to be able to like control your control what you got, what you got, and all that stuff, then you then you can go the indie route, and you know, and all that stuff. So it's just, I think. Truly, you have to know what you want out of it and, like, what's your definition of 
you being successful because everyone's definition of being successful is is different because people are like, oh, this person's on and the, the, okay, that's cool. But like what, that's my version, my version of success isn't that, is that, you know what I'm saying? Preach. So it's like, it's different. It's that's like, real. I think, and knowing, most importantly, anything in life is like knowing what you want and knowing what you have to do to go get it. You know, and really just like taking the ego out of that. It's like, okay, this is what I got to do. This is what I want out of life. I'm going to just do what I need to do to go get that. So, yeah. Boom. I want to hear from one more person. We got one more person. Who's dying to ask a question, man? You got a question right here? Introduce yourself, brother. My name is Gage. I'm from the Bay, East Palo Alto. What's up, Pimpia? What's happening? What's happening, man? I just want to let you know. Put me on song. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I appreciate you, man. Thank you, brother. Oh, no, we got one more. You, we got one more right here. All right. Yeah, that's good. My name's Utrizzo. I'm a producer from Daily City. What's up, Pam Pam? How you doing, man? You good? Good. So, uh, I got a question for you, P. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think Filipinos get uh, get their recognition in the music game? Ooh, good question. Um, yeah. I mean, I I think the I think there's a lot of like Filipinos doing their thing right now. Um, and 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 I feel like there's there's Filipino people like as as time gets on, as time grows, grows, grow, goes, like there's gonna be more people, Filipino people, in position to to help the next generation. You gotta realize, bro, Filipinos just damn near got here, like in like the '70s, bro, and like you feel me, like or like you know around that time, like you know what I'm saying, like we just now getting here, you know, and um, like this, I, I like this is like right now is like the first real generation of like. Filipino people that had kids and that, that now they grown. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we got to be that first uh, like wave to like set the bar for the ones coming after us to you know to follow and, and, and look towards and have the guidelines to to do what they want to do. But there's also yeah, there's a lot of dope Filipinos doing doing their thing right now. So it's like man, it's, it's dope to see and it's gonna continue to grow, especially with um, just how the landscape of music is like everything's so wide open. That's what's up. I'm glad you got to speak on that. That's that's all the time we got today. Y'all appreciate y'all coming out. Make sure you go check out the display over there. Grab some music by myself. Grab some music by Pilo. We're gonna kick it. If y'all wanna take a picture, get your joint, get your get your stuff signed, man. We're gonna sign it for you. And thank you so much to the whole crew of Meba Music San Francisco. Make some noise Yay! one last time, y'all. Let's go. I appreciate, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for coming through. Y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but y'all was right here with us. I appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. Peace. Can we get another round of applause for Dregs One and Pilo? It's the History of the Bay podcast. This is our first live taping. Y'all witnessing history right now.